Mike. Where my dogs at? <laughs> he said, "Big bow wow in your mouth. Give it to you, doggy style." <laughs> Where my dogs at? <laughs> uh, dude, I didn't even know Snoop was in that. That's so funny. You gotta bring in Snoop, man. Uh, man, that's so funny. It covered both guys we talked about the other day. <laughs> And you were right. Lil Bow Wow did become Bow Wow. Oh, of course. You can't stay Lil if you start Lil. You gotta grow up to be uh, big. Terrible as big as regular Bow Wow. Terrible. You know, just listening to that, I kind of got the vibe of like, they were just like exploiting this kid. Yeah. Shouldn't have been doing that. The problem was, then you grew up and it was like, Nobody believes you're a gangster, dude. We saw you when you were like seven years old making millions of dollars in MTV videos. That's right. And then after he was famous and rich and all that, he was probably on like a Cribs with Exhibit showing off oh, his absolutely. like, you know, his mansion that he has at age 12. And, you know, nobody believes this kid anymore because he's rich. And I don't know. He made the, he made the movie with <laughs> Alan Iverson. Uh, I believe, uh, like Mike, something like that. Yeah, he he, he had the shoes. Did a put few different on, things. Be yeah. like Mike, <laughs> little bow wow. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's doing fine now, right? Maybe these kids they end up doing kind of shitty later in life, you know. Yeah, they just spend the money too fast, you know. I feel like usually the parents take advantage of them. Well, the whole family. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Emma keeps me up to date all the time on Britney Spears. I didn't know Britney was going through this whole hellacious like thing with her family owning her, essentially. And there's all these conspiracies around like the government being involved and how she's just like a product and you know owned essentially, and she like. You know, is forced to do all these like shows and stuff and perform, and that's what I didn't get. That was it's apparently was... an ongoing saga. Like she's still like doesn't own herself essentially. It's bizarre, but but that was like the one thing that was like. Imagine if they were like you know they come somebody, you come to me and you're like Mike. You don't realize that you're crazy. <laughs> and you're so crazy that we just have to take control over all your money. Can't let you have your money. We can't let you do whatever you want. We got to we got to take over. And you're like, "What?" <laughs> you know? You're like, "Well, do, do I, I guess I'm not going to go to work." And they're like, "Well, no, no, you still got to be a plumber. You still got to go to work." We're just going to deal with your money and we're going to take a cut. All right. It just sounds like a scam. Well, the right? thing with Britney, from what I've been hearing, is that, you know, she was, she was always under this kind of manipulation and control from day one. And then these people that manipulate her used or faked these moments publicly, like the head shaving thing and all that nonsense to further the image that she was crazy and that she needed help and all this stuff. What have you. So, you know, I think these kids, 
they end up getting kind of owned by their families and parents and managers and these weirdos who, you know, ultimately what I was thinking when we were listening to Little Bow Wow was, you know, how did this kid get mixed up into doing rap and, you know what I mean, performing? I like, remember John Bonet Ramsey? Like, how, how oh, did, yeah, that's terrible. How do you get mixed up into doing that other than, you know, as a parent, you're obsessed with, like, bringing fame onto your child? Yeah, why? Are they, and they're still doing that shit, which is crazy. Oh, the worst now is they do it with these fucking reality shows and, or, what, TikTok, right? Like, I mean, it's, it's crazy. I was reading how kids are, like, there's millionaire kids because of shit they do on YouTube. Oh, like that one kid that op- that like tries the toys. Yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah, these kids are gonna be fucked up because their parents are probably controlling all this money. It's what happened to Macaulay Culkin. He made that oh, fortune. Yeah, that kid, the toy kid's Asian. They'll take her. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, they <laughs> they know what they're doing. <laughs> and I'm not mad at him. They had to do it because he can't get into Harvard. No, no, no. This is smart. Yeah. <laughs> Thought we were talking about white people here. Well, we're talking whitey. Yeah, you're about to talk Macaulay Culkin. He was white. Oh, yeah. Different story. <laughs> That's very different. Right? <laughs> There's a lot of kids out there, though, apparently making money on the, uh, on the YouTube, man. We can't even put out an episode with no video. Oh, <laughs> that get taken down. We got to just do this. Up. We got to start doing our podcast while we play video games and do Twitch. Oh, good call, dude. Right? So we could, we'll post a video of a kid, of somebody playing a video game, and then we'll talk about how the vaccines are causing myocarditis on the side corner. <laughs> yeah. This is genius. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, speaking of getting censored online, uh, the big news over the weekend was the Twitter file drop, right? Uh, yeah. That Elon and Taibbi and company were behind. They uh, asked the White House about it, and my favorite, Mike, Karine Jean Hong Pierre, wee wee. Uh Yeah I like that. You're so practicing. All right. That was beautiful. So uh KGP <laughs> Jean Pierre. Uh <laughs> she she was asked about the Hunter Biden laptop story essentially being, you know, uh confirmed uh squashed by the you know by twitter and and uh the biden administration and company and everyone being in cahoots and what have you and she had an answer for them we see this as a a, an interesting or a coincidence if i may that uh uh, that he would so haphazardly uh twitter was so haphazardly push this distraction uh, that is a that is a full of uh, old news, if you think old about it. Um, and uh, at the same time, Twitter is facing very real and very serious questions uh, about the rising volume of anger, hate, and anti-Semitism on their platform, and uh, how they're letting it happen. And uh, you know, the president said last week, more leaders need to speak out and reject this. 
and uh, it's a very alarming and very dangerous. And But our focus right now is helping the American families. I just talked about what the President is going to be doing in Arizona, talking about the Chips and Science Act, talking about how we're bringing manufacturing jobs back here to the U.S., talking about under this administration more than 700,000 jobs uh, have been created uh, in manufacturing jobs, to be more specific. Look, what is happening, it's, it's not, it's, it's frankly, it's not healthy. It won't do anything to help a single American improve their lives. Man, she drinks a lot of coffee, dude. Yeah. Dude, I, don't hate the player, man. Hate the game. I love the strategy, dude. Cover it up. Don't talk about it. Hide it from everybody. And then when it finally comes out two years later, Frank, you're talking about old news. Old news, dude. <laughs> Old news. I fucking love it, man. Old news. Yeah, babe, I know you caught me cheating, but it was two years ago. Why are you bringing up old news? Mike, do you know what's worse than fake news, bro? Old news. Old news. Dude, <laughs> what are you, a boomer? Get out of here with that old news, oh, man. dude, anything old is terrible, except president. Then you want old. <laughs> but old news? Yeah, dude. Old news. And so, old news, I guarantee that's the next one we start seeing everywhere. Oh, good call. Old news is now the thing. It's huh? the new top of mind. New, t- Yeah, you're right. They've been waiting for one. I just feel like we're going to see the... Well, I thought when I heard her say it, man, did my brain just go just uh, on fire. I was just like, whoa. <laughs> let that go. Old oh, dude, I, I replayed it over and over again. I was like, old news. Old no, news. news. Was, but you can use it that... It was for- never news. That's the thing. You never let it be news. That's the beauty of it everything you did oh uh we have reason we have proof now that the virus got out of the wuhan lab oh guys that's 2020 that is old news old news, old news. we don't need to talk about old news from 2020 you see trump is running <laughs> yeah. for 24 we have we def- gotta look to the future we have definitive proof these vaccines cause myocarditis and heart attacks Guys, this is old news. Old news. We're talking new news now. Did you see the new weird thing? No. I know you've been saying it for a long time. It kind of faded. But uh, Dr. Malone is saying that unvaccinated people are testing positive for the mRNA vaccine. It's a leaky vaccine, yeah. I mean, people are... It's like a virus. People are catching it. Well, the virus is the vaccine. Yeah, and the vaccine is the virus. So they're one and the same. And so, yeah, I think if you are maybe around people who got the vaccine, it's possible maybe you could. So uh, what they're saying, the, the exact proof that you're talking about that Malone and company are referencing is they have found evidence uh, that the mRNA has moved from a mother breastfeeding to their newborn infant who has not va- been vaccinated. Uh, okay, so no breastfeeding. So lay off them titties, guys, if you want to remain uh, a pureblood. <laughs> but look, so what they're kind of insinuating then, right, is if you're engaging maybe, let's say, in bodily fluid transfer with somebody who is vaccinated, Let's say, 
Look, uh, so I, it's now a sexually transmitted disease. Well, I have brought this up before a long time ago that this is very similar to AIDS and that, you know, maybe this is it, it could be transferred just the same, right? Blood-to-blood contact, maybe. Uh, yeah. You know, whatever it is, bodily fluid transfers. Um, why would it be any different? It's brought to you by the same guy who created AIDS. So yeah, why would you expect something that transfers any differently? It's also an immune deficiency disease. Uh, you know, why would, again, do you expect something else? No. Nah. And good call on that. We know for sure it's from the lab. That leak, that guy who... Uh, yeah, did you see that? The whistleblower guy. Yes, sir. Dude, he says not... He's talking not only did it come from the lab. Definitive proof. U.S. funding paid for the research that led to this virus. And the signatures on those checks is Dashik and Fauci. <laughs> and everybody knows it. Dashik, never heard of him. <laughs> Dashik, God bless you. Uh, <laughs> let's continue. I know something's going around. <laughs> Mr. Paul... Have you seen these uh, front row tickets for the next <laughs> baseball game? <laughs> He's gonna, I'm going to beat him with kindness. That's my strategy. <laughs> no, I think it's uh, big time going to be revealed that this came out of the lab. We funded it. We've talked about this so much. Uh, this all... Remember, it was okay to start talking about the lab leak theory when Jon Stewart crawled out of the desk on Stephen Colbert's show and made yeah, jokes about crazy. it. That was when it became okay. Oh, man. So now it's okay. I know it's okay because we don't get that stupid little COVID-19 information blue ribbon when we talk about it. Right. We so. just get kicked off YouTube. Just kicked off YouTube. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Whoever's in charge over there, fuck you. Somebody in YouTube personally dislikes us. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's is, hate listening. There's there is a personal vendetta over at YouTube, and look, I kind of like it. I'm into it. <laughs> Not mad at it, you know. <laughs> at least Speaking you're gonna be in mad at people, dude. I gotta go into this. I'm ready. How fucking funny is this mayor uh, in New York, Adams, and the homeless? I've had this up for a while on the docket, my man. Uh, That's why I want to talk about this. This is so funny, dude. This guy in New York, he, dude, he ran on, okay, he ran on a platform of, of like, kind of being, like, normal. We're going to go back. We're going to go back to, like, funding police. We're going to bring down crime. We're going to clean up the city, right? Oh, yeah. Then he got in, and he went super left. Now he's going, like, hardcore right. Yeah. Do you see that? It's a big-time pivot, and I believe it has to do probably with the huge loss in revenue New York has experienced. California is going through the same situation. So is Chicago, man. You lose huge... (laughs) You lost huge amounts of... Not just population, but crucial, critical population that helped the economy thrive. Yes. 
You got you taxed everybody to death who was earning money for the city, and you just gave it away to the to the fucking leeches. Uh, now you have nothing yeah. but leeches. Yeah, and dude, literally, right. yes. Um, as a slight aside, and we will hit this homeless part because it does tie into the, the insane taxation here that we're discussing with these democratic places. Uh, in baseball, Trey Turner signed an 11-year, $300 million contract with the Philadelphia Phillies. Goddamn. Pretty massive, okay? It's like Powerball numbers. The story here isn't that signing uh, with that city. What is the story is San Diego offered him more money, and he declined because of the taxation in California. Wow. And then they counter-offered with uh, more money to uh, cover. They said that their offer covered the extra taxation, and he still refused. Well, yeah, because now I got to pay to live there and pay the taxes while I live there. And that's just, and look, you went to Philly. I know that's a Democrat place and all that stuff. And I'm just saying California in itself has <coughs> some insane taxes going on that even... <sighs> Even really incredibly talented players are choosing to sign elsewhere. And That's look, crazy. what I'm saying could be totally proven false in about 20 seconds because Aaron Judge is supposed to sign somewhere, and it's either with the Yankees or speculative uh, with the Giants in San Francisco. Or if I'm right on the money, he signs with the Marlins in Miami. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Just to avoid all this shit, right? But look, if I'm a huge star, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna go to one of these. Uh, an, another big signing happened um, with uh, Degrom. He left the Mets and he went to Houston. Hmm. All right. I think a lot of guys are making signings uh, based on their uh, their pocketbooks, man. Yeah, I was just thinking Philly sucks, but beautiful suburbs outside, and not nearly as shitty as California. Yeah. And the yeah. whole point is, I think in sports too, you get, you know, your income is based on where you're playing. So if most of your games are in California, then most of your games are going to have enormous tax taxes on your paycheck. Oh, wow. Oh, because technically you're earning in that state? Yeah, so then, right. So wow. <clears throat> if you go play for, you know... Other places, you play majority of your games either in the, you know bo- both in that state and then the areas. Players should just start refusing to play in California. Well, I think they are because you know they don't want to. No, I'm talking about fun. like the whole league. Oh, just in general. <laughs> We're so close to a civil war; it's unbelievable. Like, I'm not. Pl- I'm not playing where these taxes are outrageous. This is fucking crazy. Well, enough people like. Turner choosing to play elsewhere because of taxes and people moving like Elon Musk to Texas and Daily Wire to Florida. You know, you're seeing all this happen over the last few years. And then it's no wonder a guy like Adams in New York uh, says, all right, you know what? We're going to clean it up. And it may be uncomfortable, but we're going to do some dramatic moves to clean this place up as fast as possible. And this is something you and I have talked about, Mike. I've said it over and over again. You got to get rid of the homeless. You got to increase the policing. Well, this is controversial uh, because 
Well, I think it opens. I think this is a potential slippery slope as well, though. So, but how long have we been saying you got to get a, you need a place for these people to go? Yeah, I agree. Listen, the drug addicts need to go get. They need to go get help, and then these the the mental patients need a house. I just uh, I get weary when I see Democrats talking about we're gonna just uh, claim the right to just haul you away at our discretion. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with this, but I I, I don't know. We'll see. In a dramatic attempt to deal with the public health crisis that has eluded mayors for decades, Mayor Adams announced his plan to take people with mental illness off city streets. He's directed police and emergency medical workers to involuntarily hospitalize more of them, he says, to get them the help they need. And now CBS2 political reporter Marsha Kramer is here to sort it all out. Marsha. Well, Dick and Christine, the mayor who first began dealing with the city's homeless crisis by taking down homeless encampments says he has a moral obligation to get people with mental illness the help they need, whether they want it or not, whether they have the capacity to know they need it. Civil rights advocates are upset, but the mayor is passionately insistent he's doing the right thing. I know some people may look at what we're doing, saying that we are trying to uh, do something to take away the right of people. No, we're not. The right is that people should be able to live in dignity. With passion and a sense of moral outrage, Mayor Adams announced a controversial plan to remove people with severe mental illness from the streets and subways, whether they agree to it or not. He said it is wrong to see people talking to themselves delusional and doing nothing until they carry out a dangerous act. That is just so irresponsible that we know that this person is about to probably go off the edge and harm someone, but we're gonna wait until it happens. Not in this administration. The mayor issued a directive to first responders, outreach workers, and people at city hospitals saying that state law gives them the legal authority to provide care to people when their mental illness prevents them from meeting their own basic needs or they are a danger to themselves. This policy has been confirmed in written guidance from our state office of mental health. The New York Civil Liberties Union insisted, quote, the mayor is playing fast and loose with the legal rights of New Yorkers. Yeah. I mean, you got to do something, right? And if nothing else, one thing I hope this gets rid of is the people who are homeless by choice. Yeah, dude, I see the positive here. I totally do as far as getting these people off the street, but I have just this weird feeling this is the open door to he's not wearing a mask, he's mentally unstable, we're we're taking him away. Or if you didn't get the next shot, the vaccine, you're, we're deeming you mentally unsafe. I know it's slippery slope. Oh, dude, I mean, I'm there a hundred percent. I swear if, it. I if swear. If you're it. living outside, if you're sleeping outside, right? Yeah. You need help. I agree. Because here's the thing, right? If you want to sleep outside, dude, there is so much land. Go, go out. Go be live. Go live free. Go live in the woods. 
right? Yeah. Don't shit on somebody's doorstep. Yeah, look, I... That's when we got problems. Okay, we could do, like, a three-strike arrest, something. I don't know. There's got to be a... No, dude, because that's why you're getting all these, like... They're pushing people onto the fucking rails. They're stealing from the fucking stores. These people are unhinged. It's yeah, I don't know. No, no, I know. I, and and I get it's it. It's terrible. And look, this is all a result of all this fantastical defunding we thought was going to be a brilliant idea two years ago. Yeah, but you can't rely on the cops for these, like, the mentally ill, man. We got to have a place to put them. You got to have a place to put them. Got to have a place to put them. I agree, but I... I I'm offering up some caution here that there is potential that they could start rounding up people they deem mentally unfit for society. I and agree, but... It could yeah. be you or me. I agree. I agree. But right now, the cities are becoming... It's, it's unsanitary. Yeah, you know? I think I think they have to do it. This is all part of the plan to uh, clean it up. Mike, uh, you kind of nailed it a what was it a few days ago? I don't know if this is on the phone or on the show, but the uh, you know the kind of clearing out of uh, the South Side there, you know, and how they're kind of planning for renovations oh, not in the doing future. This in the South Side. No. <laughs> I'm telling you, the South Side, they're letting it die. Right. You got like 10 to 20 more years. Yeah, but... And then then they'll bring it back. I could see in about 10, 15 years, Chicago getting hard on building the institutions. Maybe New York is the first, and then we start seeing the the mental institution thing coming back nationwide. I mean, I think you need it, man. We have too many fucking mentally unstable people. Right, and then, you know... We had them, what, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, right, with Jack Nicholson? Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> nothing's perfect. There is no perfect. But, dude, yeah. uh, there's got to be better <laughs> than people, than, than what's going on right now with these little tent cities and fucking people. It's just drugs. And... Yeah, we have a lot. Of these tent cities going on here, they move them and then uh, they scatter and then they relocate like around the corner, and they just kind of keep doing these loops in the same little areas. You, everybody knows the same spots in Denver where these little tent cities are. Yeah, and it's just it's terrible. Oh, it's horrible! I just uh, on our pathway home. Uh, they were actually, it looked like they were gearing up to get rid of it, but it had been there for about a week or so. And it was like a charred half shell of one of those <laughs> campers, you know? Yeah. That, that clearly <laughs> yeah. like caught fire dangerously and extremely fast, and it looked really crazy. Uh, and its carcass sat on the side of the highway there for quite some time, and they finally were kind of, you know, they had the, the truck there, kind of looked like he was getting ready. Finally, pull it away. Uh, but those those um camper union units, man, they are all over kind of the industrial areas of Denver. Yeah, no, and and those I don't I don't think those are the people they're going to be locking up. 
Those are the people we need to just tell them, listen, you can't do it here. Right? See, I don't know. My, my hit, whole issue with this is you got me I'm in with you on the build the institutions. I don't know how big I am in the let's forcibly put people in them. Like, well, Who's going to volunteer to fucking go to a mental institution, Frank? Well, a lot of the times people volunteer uh, loved ones or people that, you know, have lost, you know, stuff like yeah, that. If I volunteer you, we're putting you in and then, involuntarily. What <laughs> I'm was, volunteering you. <laughs> I, believe, I believe it used to be also if you were, let's say, uh, like the uh, criminal justice system would often sentence but people that's what to they're mental doing institutions. Here. And you're disagreeing with it. I think what the way this they were... Exact, that's exactly what they're talking about doing. They sounded a little is, more flippant about it, like kind of they were going to... You know, it didn't seem... Uh, no, it didn't. exactly what he said is like if, you're, if, they're, if they have to come out and deal with you and you're like, clearly something's wrong, you know what I mean? The, the, the police should have the power to take you somewhere. Yeah, no, the guy swinging the machete... At the subway station, yes. Hall- <laughs> the guy's That's got what the- they're talking yes, about. For man. sure. You're this- the one that brought up the, like, we're just going to start arresting people for not wearing masks. <laughs> oh, I'm saying it's possible that it goes down that way. Like, what my, my thought with it is right now we all agree what mentally unfit for society is, but what happens when that definition changes? And I don't I agree understand. with that change. But then what's your answer? Well, like, I don't know. You can't say you agree with the institution and we should do it, but then... I know, that's know. A, I'm saying maybe I agreed with it beforehand when we were chatting about it like a month ago, but now I may have changed my mind, or at least a little bit, or maybe I'm kind of thinking... You gotta you got have a better solution. Though. Well, I'd like a, like a little more clarity on the solution right here. <laughs> I mean, it's either you come up with a better solution, or we gotta go ahead with this one, because we can't just sit here and let, let what... Let this shit keep going. We're spending so much money. Right. And these people are still living in squalor. Just fucking... They're shitting on the road, dude. Like, you pull up to a red light, you look over, and this guy is just taking a shit on the road in between two cars. Yeah, sure. So, I, you know, criteria, definitely. Maybe a checklist. And I think that he was definitely implying that. But I'm just... I'm simply throwing it out there that... Did you see the video that went around of the dude who was sitting in a lawn chair jerking off on the corner? Uh, no. Was this Philadelphia? or where no, was it was Chicago. Chicago, yeah. Local so entertainment. Like nice. Does that guy, that guy check off enough boxes? Well, uh, he brought his own chair. That was good, nice of him. <laughs> thoughtful. <laughs> she, was, she was planning. <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, yeah, I think indecent exposure. I, I, you know, there are certain criteria. I think if they were to say, "Here's the criteria for we're gonna haul you in," uh, yeah, but again, that's what he said. They're gonna get together. They're, do you remember? Gonna... I know it's just with every law, it becomes the fucking Reddington Shores pool rules. Do you remember the Reddington Shores <laughs> pool rules? <laughs> you remember that fucking thing? It was this sign that had like. 15 pool rules and then we got we came back there like a year later and it was up to 25 pool rules and then you know <laughs> there were two sides now yeah now it just stretches the entire fence it's just nothing but rules the entire <laughs> way down 
And that's that's what happens with laws here, man. And then so eventually we here's the criteria for who we deem unfit or whatever. And then all of a sudden we you know we're, we're stretching the whole pool now with how many people and what fits the criteria for what's unfit. So that's my only stipulation with this is maybe I am a little weary about putting a little too much power in the government's hands to haul us away and define in their terms you know why or you know for what reason to haul us away just because you know they they did take a little advantage of some of their uh you know restrictions i, I, I get recently. it but i think pretty much the bottom line here is like if we find you sleeping in a park at 3 a.m. and we wake you up and you have nowhere to go right and you, you don't even know who you are that might be able to take you to an institution all right, right. Yeah, and but here's my one point in as far as this you could be waking this fellow up and it could be Kyrie Irving. You never know. <laughs> because Kyrie Irving I'll tell you one thing, he wouldn't be wearing Nikes. <laughs> oh like he's like he's five seconds away from being the guy on the park taking a nap. <laughs> Next to Kanye. <laughs> Next to Kanye, dude. I don't know if anyone out there has caught the news with this poor kid. Oh my God! What's Nike going on? has now formally cut. I mean, ties can't a black with- man get ahead without the Jews coming in and taking all his money? I <laughs> just like Jesus Christ. They're trying to destroy this guy. It's unbelievable, dude. Nike has now formally cut ties with Brooklyn Nets star Kyrie Irving. The decision comes weeks after Irving posted a Twitter link to a controversial documentary that contains anti-Semitic messages. He initially refused to apologize for. <laughs> about a week and the nets decided <laughs> this to this is the best part did, did you say he made a movie no no no, no, no. <laughs> he like wrote the script or something no he no, performed no. in it no, no, no he sold it actually not no not at all he profited off of it in some way no 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 oh he advertised his NBA team on there uh no, his shoes no no he did no, something no. like no, no not oh he posted it. a tweet about it that's right okay and nobody else got in trouble for it Burn him at the stake! <laughs> so, so nobody who made the movie or sells the movie, none of those people are getting in trouble? You know, from what I heard, he created a website that uh, sells and allows people to download. Uh, the. Oh, wait, what's that? Sorry? Oh, no, sorry, that's Jeff Bezos. I made that. Oh, right. Yeah, that he's not in trouble. <laughs> that's not even his website. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he, he just uh, tweeted out a link to uh, some other guy's website about a film some other guy made. <laughs> Nobody else is in trouble, but this guy's burned him at the stake to prove that Jews don't run the world. That is incredible. That like it, nobody else is in trouble. I, th- I think you guys are protesting too much on this one. I think you're uh, protesting something else. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kyrie. Oh my God. Spend him indefinitely. Now it is a similar story with Nike. Irving tweeted that he is grateful for anyone who's bought his shoes in the past, saying he is forever connected to those fans, though. That's, yeah, sad. Fucking class act, dude. Yeah, man, uh, I really that can't believe really it. <laughs> no, he actually is, man. It's pretty crazy. He he's had many opportunities to say probably a lot of terrible things, and uh, he probably knows why he's being destroyed. I mean, look, he's flat earther guy, anti vaxxer guy, 
and now anti-Semitic guy. So, you know, I guess he's got nothing to lose. I mean, he plays basketball for a living. He still gets paid millions of dollars to do, to do that. Uh, you know, he always busts out his kids at his uh, press conferences and stuff. He seems like he's a happy dad. He's also made some movies and what have you. I don't know. But now that the anti-Semitic stuff, probably no more movies. I'm not going to uh, lie. No more Hollywood. Yeah, you might be the Hollywood limelight. <laughs> uh, it's all right, Kyrie. You want to go to, like, Russia, apparently. They're making great movies or whatever Troll was. You know... Uh, Norwegian. That's right. I was just thinking that the UAE or whatever, whoever's doing the live uh, golf thing, should start a basketball league. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's a great idea. That can, like, compete with the NBA on some level. <coughs> wow. I'm sure they'd get a lot of talented ballplayers over there. I guarantee you can... I guarantee you could get a lot of the NBA players. Those right. guys, literally, all they care about is money. <laughs> yeah, you're right, actually. I was going to say, and, and balling, but I was like, nah, nah. <coughs> nah. I think they just care about the money, actually. That's it, dude. <laughs> Half those guys, the deal breaker will be, will throw in a grill. <laughs> yeah. You mean like uh, to cook or for the teeth? No, for the well, both. <laughs> a grill to wear while you grill. Does Weber make grills for the teeth? Because I feel like that's a missed opportunity. <laughs> How if have I've ever they seen not one. capitalized on that? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> that's genius. <laughs> Weber, hit us up, man. We got an idea for some grills. <laughs> well, I'm kind of disappointed in all you rappers. How has nobody gotten one that says Weber? Yeah, like how did Nelly not have one where you lift it? It's like actually grilling tiny little ribs, you know, and he like goes and like <laughs> paints a little barbecue sauce on them and flips them, you know? <laughs> the canines have uh, spinners. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> oh dude that's genius that's fucking genius <coughs> tiny little ribs <laughs> tiny ribs <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would love to yeah, see some little, <laughs> little utensils that you pull out yeah. oh that's genius yeah dude flips open the <laughs> the curls <laughs> He grabs a little spatula, you know, and he's got the little burgers in there. He's got to flip them over. Oh, come on, That's man. That's what I'm How has nobody done a Weber grill? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> well, this could be a new market for Kyrie. You know. Poor guy, dude. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I maybe I'm crazy. I thought the whole sneaker deal was like, how you made your gajillions in the NBA when you were a basketball player. Like, you Oh, know, yeah. It wasn't necessarily the contracts. Maybe this is more so like in the, the Barkley-Jordan days when they were making considerably less per contract and per year. But, you know, even these guys still, I feel like... Uh, by the way, and I don't know if they covered it in that clip. I can't really remember already, but... Uh, 
he had the number one selling shoe for Nike. Really? Yeah. And they just dropped him? They dropped him, man. Wow. You cannot talk about the Jews. No, sir. Wow. And I'm not talking about OJ. I'm talking about the Jews. Jews. <laughs> and hey, watch what you say about the Jews, all right? He's a hero in many cultures. <laughs> okay? Can defend some people out there. <laughs> well, that's why I wanted to clarify. <laughs> But yeah, man, uh, pretty crazy stuff. Uh, you know, I I feel like uh, maybe that's it for his NBA career. Then, right? They're probably gonna drop him at the end of the season, and then uh, yeah, I think I think so. Somebody will pick him up. I think it'll be LeBron. It'll definitely be LeBron. LeBron was out there uh, fighting for him and trying to throw Jerry Jones under the bus about a week ago. So yeah, but the Lakers already said no. <laughs> That's right. So I don't know. Bulls, look him up. Dude, the Bulls could use him. Uh they kind of stink. Yeah. And you know what happened? They invested in uh Vucevic, who's probably past his prime at this point, and then uh Lonzo Ball, which uh may never actually play basketball again at any kind of super competitive level. Apparently he's just got this issue going on and they've had all these surgeries and they just like, they they can't figure out what's going on with him. I I guarantee they shut him down at some point for the rest of the season this year. And I don't see him actually like suiting up for the bulls. Wow. Maybe even a, maybe a few games, maybe, maybe this year. I really just, what's wrong with him? He, something happened with the, I think his knee or I think it's his knee. I could be, off on it but he he's had all these fucking dude it's very possible because i never thought he was talented enough to get into the nba he's the son of uh uh, uh, he's the dad who started the whole fucking the big baller brand man brand yeah and it's the only (laughs) kid that made it in the nba right which i regret not getting anything because i kind of feel like 30 years from now if you have a big baller brand something it'll be it'll be worth a little cash yeah i'm telling you oh yeah no. I'll, I'll, Frank, whatever it is, I'll bet you right now. Well, whatever, whatever, a, whatever, a big baller brand shoe is in thirty years, I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll tell you what: in thirty years, buy me a big baller brand item, and I'll match you the price. Oh, okay, I love it. <laughs> whatever it is, don't tell me and buy it. <laughs> thirty years. I'm looking at my. Uh... A calendar right now, so we got 12... Start saving your yen for that one, dude. <laughs> 12-6-2052. Oh, it'll be ruble by then. All right, good stuff. <laughs> yeah, start saving your yen. You catch that one? <laughs> <laughs> after, after Taiwan, they're coming. <laughs> Taiwan's on the docket, I'm telling you, man. But uh, they'll, and they'll just hide it, you know. They'll we'll get taken over, and they they'll tell us we're not being taken over, and then like <laughs> two years later they'll be like, oh yeah yeah yeah, you did get taken over, but that was old news. That's old news. Yeah. It was old news, guys. <laughs> oh yeah, we invaded. That's been two years now. Come on, old news. <laughs>
old news, guys. Uh, speaking of old news, uh, I got I got some Tim Dillon for you, man. Oh, I love Tim Dillon. I know you do. And I saw uh, this. The king of the rants. <laughs> and I have a rant for us. Uh, this is Tim Dillon explaining basically uh, Twitter and the why they you know suppressed the Hunter Biden story and why they suppress any story or why they shadow ban people and, and you know and uh it's a really great kind of explanation in a Tim Dillon way if you will <laughs> like it makes sense in a funny way so uh here we go this is this is quite quite a good rant pack them up and enjoy the ride here we go Listen, was Russia fucking with our elections? Sure. Have we fucked with all of theirs? Yes. Was it an overreaction by the intelligence community in America? Seemingly a bit. Because they then spent two years going, Trump's a Russian asset, and they couldn't prove any of it. But they had to sit down with Twitter all the time, and they had to go, there's disinformation coming. You better get ready. Are you ready for the disinformation? And you know the people at Twitter, they want to be good. I've met some of these people. Not that work at Twitter, but I know who they are. They go to Stanford. And they're, you know, they're like, we are elite and we are the utopians and we are ushering in a brave new world where everyone's going to love each other and be nice to each other and say these words and not those words. And they'll get the right information at the right time so they can make the right decision. And by the right decision, I mean the decision that we made three months ago that they're going to now (laughs) adopt. This is the way they believe. This is what they think. And they eat dumplings and vegan food and, and, you know, not because they're all Asian, but there is a, there is a contingent and there's nothing wrong with that. But this is, you know, I like the Asian culture. It's a very clean culture and there's a lot we can learn from them. But the thing of what I'm saying here, I'm not, I'm not going Kanye here. Relax. What I'm saying is that you, you, you have, it's a different culture. Tech is different. Finance is more aggressive and aggro. Tech is a little bit more, you know, it's a cold and cool manipulative kind of sociopath culture. They really believe they're doing the right thing. They really believe it. They really believe that you just got to get on board. The whole thing is about getting you on board with all of the solutions that are going to fix your life. And this little thing you have in your head called a brain is no good. And they have to figure out how to basically have you relate. It's like a plane. You know, when they started taking the pilots out of the uh, aircraft, the plane started crashing less. Because the planes now do most of the work. This is the way the tech people kind of think about the world. The, if they can get you out of the decision-making process of whatever it happens to be, voting for who you want, taking a vaccine, whatever it is, they don't want you in the process. They want to remove you from the process as much as possible uh, because you don't have the information. They have the information. They're the guardians of the information. Yeah, man. Wow, yeah, that's such a great point. He's funny. He's making a bunch of goofball points, but then right at the end, he brings it home to something pretty powerful. It's true, right? Don't you feel that way with all of the internet? Yeah, they just want you to follow them, you know? It's weird when I, like, send myself a link to a clip that I want to show, you know, or talk about on here, and then it, I go back to it and it's like not available. It's gone. Yeah. It's like what the fuck, man? What do you mean it's gone? It's is the internet. It's not good for you. It's supposed to be there forever. It's misinformation. Well, there's a lot of things that just go. And there are 
you know, you used to be called a crazy tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist when if you said there are people who run these platforms that are deleting things from the internet. It's yeah, tr- now it's just old news. It's old news. It's true. They literally it's old are. News. <laughs> the worst. What's so bad is they're not just deleting stuff from the internet. They are full on blocking people like I don't know the forty fifth president of the United States <laughs> from right. being on platforms from from doing. It's just really crazy what we're experiencing he a, here. Here's a really good point. Like I, I I wouldn't say they're bad people. I do think they just were people that got caught up in the idea of this. They really thought they were bigger than they are. Mike, they were doing it for you, man. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's so scary. They were doing don't, it for you. Don't do anything for me. That's all of... That's the mantra of the left. Of these uh, yeah. psychopaths. We're doing it for you. <clears throat> They're so high on their own goddamn horse, they think that they are in charge of doing what's best for us. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think they can just get caught up in it. Like the people at Twitter. I have believed this since day one, that the scariest part about Gavin Newsom is not his draconian theories on how to run you know, communities in California and how to shut down government and then how to pretend like he's impervious to a disease that he's shutting down his government to so he can go to French Laundry and yuck it up with his buddies. Uh, you know, what scared me most about this guy is he believed he was doing something just and right and for humanity. And, you know, what's what's scary about Fauci is Fauci believes he was doing something that was right for humanity. That's the worst kind of person. Oh, absolutely. Fauci 100% thought he was saving the world. Gavin Newsom, I don't believe has any, any delusions like that. Gavin Newsom is 100%. I don't know, and I'm going to do whatever the party line is. I'm going to do what I think will win me the next election. You think that's it? That's That's as far as his brain functions? That is as far as he goes mentally. I felt like with all COVID stuff, the people who fully bought in really believed they were, like it was their World War III. Like they were sacrificing uh, Cuomo and... it was his World War 3 Newsom, <laughs> Newsom is just doing whatever the party says he's just a you know alright alright I'm telling you look at the guy oh I can't stand the guy he's American psycho I mean he's going to the French laundry he's having fun dude he just he doesn't care about COVID just tell me what to do yeah I'll say whatever shut it down I'll shut it down <laughs> like, you know to say a he's a fascist or anything is just, dude, you're giving him too much props. <laughs> this guy's a nothing. He doesn't even think. He's just, he will literally switch tomorrow if it'll win him the election. What's worse, the guy who doesn't think and follows orders or the person who believes they're righteous? Oh, nothing scarier than the righteous, man. I think we had a, la- a lot of righteous yeah. nutjobs over the last few years, and I think... Well, that's why I'm saying uh, Gavin Newsom doesn't really scare me that much. Nice, because he's know? an idiot. Because he's, he's not even, a, I don't even think he's an idiot. I'm sure he's very smart, but he's, he's just smart. a, that guy has no ideology. 
He doesn't care. He will just do. He will do and say whatever will win. I kind of like Gavin Newsom now. Actually, I'm all right with him. Huh? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Vote for Gavin. Like, like AOC is <laughs> terrifying. You know, she's a full-on believer. She thinks she's going to save the world. Oh, she thinks I, she's going to save I, all the poor people. It's frightening. <laughs> You know, like, yeah, that is. That's, that's the person that, you know, kills a hundred. All right. Well, I'm scared now of all the Democrats. Because I think oh, they believe yeah. that they were uh, saving the world. I, th- I think they're all bought into that kind of mumbo jumbo. I think when it comes to climate change, they're bought into. We got to save the planet. You know, not not Nancy, not the old timers. You know, I think they're full of shit. But I think the younger generation Democrats, they're kind of, they're nutty, man. Something off with the young, most, younger generation. Some of them for sure, but mo- I think most of them are just, they're in love with themselves and they're just trying to, you know. I they love say it. that uh, DC is just uh, all the people that didn't make it in Hollywood. Ooh. Or couldn't make it in Hollywood. That's kind of... Gross, really, right? It's true. And, hmm. and like, that's the sickest part about like social media is now it's be- it's turned, it's really turned them into like you know the Hollywood elite. You talking about AOC? Yeah, yeah. I love when AOC goes on Twitter or TikTok. Is it TikTok? She TikTok goes to the goes to the. Uh... Those balls with that dress. (laughs) (laughs) Tax the rich. Even though I made $50 million in Congress. Tax the rich. Man, even I goldfished that one, dude. Holy cow. Over the dress? Yeah, yeah, it's actually painted in my brain. That's really funny. She made a big deal about wearing a dress that had writing on her ass so that you had to look at her ass to read it. And then got mad at that guy for calling her a big booty Latina. Yeah. Wow. She's, uh, that's funny. She does so much outrageous shit that I just kind of, uh, for, you know, etch a sketch the rest of it, you know? <laughs> and then I get the new one. I'm like, wow, this chick is crazy. I can't wait for the next one. And I forget it and then start all over again. Yeah. She pops up now and then. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Well, hopefully she'll be back around, but, uh, you know, maybe she'll be kicked out, or maybe she's not on Twitter. Is she one of the Twitter quitters? No, definitely. She can't quit Twitter. Man. That's her constituency. <laughs> constituency. <laughs> I thought she was yeah. going to lose and, uh, you know, face uh, the same fate as our friend uh, Herschel Walker, who I believe is... Out as the uh, senator there in Georgia. It's looking like. Yeah, obviously. He was a terrible candidate. I don't know what they were thinking with that one, man. I think they like right. wanted to lose that one. I mean, would you guys think you were a Democrat? You can't run a retard. <laughs> you know? That's right. Brain dead is the Democrats game, man. <laughs> yeah, no, you gotta actually have somebody that can talk. <laughs> so yeah, yeah i'm thinking this uh warnock guy <laughs> is in so that's good stuff it's actually good that he lost. honestly if if he won first walker won the only person that would have really won out of all of that 
is uh what's his name joe manchin oh really yeah because then he could hold up the the democrats for whatever he wants you know hmm nice all right yeah well it's party time in the senate then good stuff uh... When do they do the inaugural thing? Is that January? I'm just excited to see what kind of hoodie uh, Fetterman's going to rock for that event. <laughs> I can't wait, dude. Or you, get, what if he gets a custom tuxedo like with a hood? With on a it? hood! That's what I was yes, thinking, dude! You read genius. my mind! Fucking psycho, dude! Yes, dude. Dude, Carhartt should make him a tux. They really should. Dude, dude the Carhartt tux? With the gym shorts, but they're like tuxedo shorts? Ah. Oh. <laughs> Such a good look. It's the Fetterman. With the chip shorts. <laughs> yeah, dude. You really come to an age in your life where you really shouldn't be wearing shorts in like formal events. You know? <laughs> oh, dude. Especially the super long, baggy, like kind of basketball uh, shorts. Oh, dude. I can't it's believe that. proper attire for uh, weddings. <laughs> campaigns <laughs> yeah. oh man it's gonna be a fun year i i can't wait to see him asking fauci questions and uh you know it's just gonna be great to see fauci there with the gang it's gonna be good times no you think they're gonna bring him in yeah yeah i think we'll they see. absolutely are uh fauci is going to be interviewed and i can't wait I'm actually going to take off of work, I think. I'm going to call in sick with COVID, just in honor of Fauci, actually. Gonna, it's not going to be that good. Gonna He's f- not going down. Yeah, I, I'm sure he won't, but I look forward to the squirming and the defensiveness. He, you know, he gets really red in the face and angry uh, whenever, like, Rand Paul's questioning him, <laughs> you know? So, forward to those moments. It'll be good times. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, I, I'm owed, I'm deserved that. I feel like I'm owed it. You know, like uh, after the you know what we did, experienced with this uh, numbskull, he put us through the ringer. And dude, here we are, <clears throat> and we're still listening to clips <laughs> about masking up, recommendations to masking up. Like the CDC should just be like totally destroyed and bankrupt and gone. Like there was oh, yeah, zero zero outrage from the public at this point that this organization lied to us for three years. Zero outrage at anyone. I mean, you can maybe count the fact that nobody watches cable news anymore as the outrage has been expressed, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll chalk that up to that. But yeah, I mean, CNN's firing everybody. <laughs> literally, <laughs> did you see the mass layoffs at CNN? Did they have even more? I, I was reading it was going to be this string of layoffs that was going to kind of roll through the, uh, through the yeah, new year, essentially. Everybody. They're done. And now uh, Cooper can't drink on New Year's Eve. I know. I'm actually, you know, why are they punishing the public? <laughs> I like it when Cooper gets drunk with that other uh, weirdo guy. What's that dude's The other name? gay guy? I don't know. Andy uh, something. It's terrible. That is the worst New Year's show <laughs> ever. That's why they're forcing them to change it. First they get rid of the booze, then they're going to get rid of Cooper. Yeah, it's the end of Cooper. And... We should bring in Mr. Cooper. 
Oh, man. What happened to Mr. Cooper, man? Hanging with Mr. Cooper? Yeah. Man, he must have raped somebody or something or voted for Trump. (laughs) Uh, I mean, he's old school, so he probably voted for Bush or something, and that was the end of his career. Right? (sighs) All these white supremacists. <laughs> you know what? What are people of the future going to think about when they look at how we called all these Hispanics and blacks white supremacists? It's so <laughs> unreal. It's gonna be very hard to decipher our language. <laughs> Men are women. Black blacks are the leaders of the KKK. <laughs> They'll be able to trace the decline when we start putting X in everything. Oh,